This is FM 100.5, 101.9, AM 1450, and WGNSRadio.com. Rutherford County's Place to Talk. If it's passed, bounced, or hit, we're talking about it. All Sports Talk is on News Radio WGNS. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS is sponsored by Good Neighbor State Farm agents Andy Womack, Bud Morris, and Deb Ensel. Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home, helping families since 1880. First Bank, serving Murfreesboro and Rutherford County. Parks Auction Company, committed to auction excellence. Creekside at Three Rivers Assisted Living. Greg Hall with Hall's Auto Care. And the Blue Raider Insider Report is sponsored by Mike Kanzel and My Team Insurance. Steve Ruckert with RAI Advisors and Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance. Let's get it started in here. We've got your local sports fix. It's all sports talk on News Radio WGNS. Good afternoon. Welcome to All Sports Talk, a Tuesday edition. Rays preempted us yesterday, so hope everybody had a good weekend. Good Father's Day weekend. Had a lot of stuff going on. On Sunday, final round of the U.S. Open. Had the Alley 400 race out at the National Super Speedway in Gladeville. And the College World Series cranked up. So, a lot of stuff was going on. A lot of stuff. All right, let's see here. And we'll talk about the races with Larry Woody here in a little while. Can tell you some MTSU news. Um, MTSU track standout Kagan Shamati has been named the Conference USA Track Athlete of the Year. No joke. Uh, He captured his illustrious career by winning the NCAA Outdoor 3,000-meter steeplechase. Uh, and a school record time of 8 minutes, 20.20 seconds. He also won the event at the CUSA uh, Track and Field Championships. So congratulations to him. (coughs) Excuse me, great way to go out. A little basketball news. Uh, Third junior college standout has been added to the MTSU men's basketball signing class. Uh, Justin Buford uh, from Shelton State Community College in Tuscaloosa. Uh, he led the Bucks in scoring 12.5 points as a true freshman as the team uh, went 24-2 and and made an appearance in the National Junior College Association National Tournament. He's a 6'7 guard wing. Big guard. Uh, he was second on the team in rebounding. 6.1 and blocks 22 and he added 28 steals and 21 assists in 26 games. So MTSU has signed two players uh, that were um, arguably one of their top two on that, on junior college teams that did go um, to the national tournament. Uh, Buford um, uh, shot 51% from the field. 39% from three-point range and 70% at the free-throw line. So he joins fellow JUCO products Isaiah Turner 
and Cameron Weston, along with uh, Josh Jefferson, who transferred from um, uh, Green Wisconsin Green Bay. <clears throat> MTSU's football program also has added a couple of um, transfers. I'm sure Chip can tell us more about them. Um, one of them, uh, somewhat local, Joseph Honeysucker, the defensive end who signed with Memphis in 2019, did not see any action, and he left the Tigers prior to 2020. He was a three-star recruit coming out of Hillsboro High School in Nashville. Um, and the Blue Raiders signed a kicker and Alex Usery. He is from Charleston Southern. Uh, he was the Big South Special Teams Player of the Year, a sophomore All-American, and made 20 out of 28 field goals in his career, including a career-long um, 52-yarder. So, there we go. Middle Tennessee Christian Schools, um, James McCracken has been the, named the Main Street Preps Baseball Player of the Year. Of course, Main Street Preps is part of Main Street Enterprises, which is um, includes the Murfreesboro Post. Um, and so this includes really every player in the mid-state. And um, his numbers speak for themselves. He's headed to UT. Uh, he's got a 9-0 record. He had a 9-0 record w- with a .13 ERA. So he basically gave up like one or two runs. Uh, he pitched 53 innings, gave up just 21 hits, walked only 11, and struck out 103. He also uh, did some damage at the plate, uh, batting 420 uh, with 40 RBIs, 10 doubles, 5 homers. So congratulations to him. All right, the College World Series. Kind of get you up to date on that if you haven't followed it much over the weekend. <clears throat> First game, uh, North Carolina State continued uh, to swing the bats. They um, knocked off uh, Stanford 10-4, to and Vanderbilt beat Arizona in extra frame 7-6 to in a very exciting game. Tennessee, in some 25 years, since they've been there, they kind of look like it. Uh, although they lost six to nothing to Virginia, it was a close game all the way into the seventh. Um, and Virginia finally got the UT starter, and their bullpen couldn't do anything either. But um, UT faced a left-hander Abbott, who was outstanding, really carved them up. Although Tennessee had a lot of chances, they had. First and third, no outs, couldn't score. Second and third, no outs, couldn't score. And first and second, and no outs, and couldn't score. So uh, their big sticks, people they relied on, uh, could not get the big hit. So, and also Mississippi State, uh, in a low-scoring game, obviously, two to one. <coughs> Excuse me. Two to one over Texas. A lot of people think might win it. At least going in. Okay. Uh, 
last night Stanford beat Arizona 14 to 5 so Arizona's gone and North Carolina State won Vanderbilt nothing Lighter was outstanding for Vanderbilt but um, NC State matched matched him and uh, their closer was outstanding Uh, today Tennessee and Texas in an elimination game Uh, Virginia and Mississippi State uh, tonight in a winner's bracket uh, game. So, there we go. All right. That's a little bit what's going on locally. Um, You are listening to All Sports Talk. This portion brought to you by First Bank, where the bank remains true to its ideals since founded in 1906. That's First Bank. We'll take a break and be right back. Are you looking for a different kind of bank? Open your eyes to a credit union. At Heritage South Community Credit Union, we help hardworking Americans achieve their financial goals faster. And because we're owned by our members, you get a piece of the pie. Visit our website, heritagesouth.org, to open your first account and see how we help when others won't. Insured by NCUA. Are you looking for some good used furniture? Well, today's your lucky day. Steered Straight 2 Furniture and Thrift is now open. We're on Mercury Boulevard across the street from Dirt Cheap. Our website is steeredstraightthriftstore.org. That's S-T-E-E-R-E-D straightthriftstore.org. We have lots of used furniture at great prices along with items for only a dollar. Come on by to our newest location where every purchase has a purpose and where every donation matters. We're on Mercury Boulevard across the street from Dirt Cheap. Whether you need general vehicle upkeep and maintenance or a complete vehicle overhaul, Hall's Auto Care is here for you. We're locally owned and operated by Greg Hall and have been in business since 2014. You'll get excellent service and trustworthy advice with Hall's Auto Care. A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau. We're ready to help get you safely on the road. Hall's Auto Care, 907 Ridgely Road, just off Broad Street behind Chili's. Online at hallsautocare.net. Hall's Auto Care. With the service you get from State Farm, you might think our car insurance costs more. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris. Give me a call at 615-893-1417 and let me show you with discounts up to 40%. You may find it even costs less. At State Farm, when home and auto works as a team, you score and save money. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris. Give me a call at 615-893-1417 and let's work together to win big by saving money on home and auto. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS. FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450. Online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com. Welcome back to All Sports Talk. Still have a frog in my throat. Supreme Court on Monday ruled unanimously that the NCAA may not place limits on education-related benefits student-athletes can receive for playing college sports. So, for example, if you're a big-time quarterback at X University 
and a car dealership wants to give you twenty thousand dollars to come sign autographs go get it uh, uh, it's a landmark decision it's certain to redefine the concept of amateurism and as amateurism as we know it is over and it may spark some sort of change that would usher out the long-standing NCAA model in favor of one that compensates athletes. Um, quote, who collectively generate billions of dollars in revenues for college, colleges every year, Justice Brett M. Kavanaugh wrote in his concurring opinion. So, the Supreme Court's pretty much told the uh, NCAA to go stick it. Uh, what does the ruling really mean? Um, who knows? But it's clearing the way for athletes um, to their image likeness, um, p- public appearances, whatever. Um and it's a landmark decision. You know, it's it's one thing if the states say you can do it. Because the NCAA is its own entity. But the Supreme Court rules, uh, it's very, very significant, uh, in my opinion. So, we shall see. Over the weekend, um, Ryan Priest won the truck race. Kyle Busch won the Xfinity race. I think it was his 100th win in that division. And Kyle Larson won his third straight in the Alley 400. We'll get, again, we'll get Larry Woody's take on that. All right. Major League Baseball. The Mets are 37 and 30. They lead Philly by four, Atlanta by five. Uh, Atlanta got really good pitching yesterday. Unfortunately, they went up against Jake uh, DeGrom and um, DeGrom, if I can spit it out, who was outstanding. And they started checking for sticky substances on pitchers. They randomly would go out and tell them to take their hat off, look at it, things like that. And Um, Major League Baseball teams have asked for this. And um, and trust me, DeGrom don't need any help. You got an arm that can hit 100 in in late innings, and he's just filthy. Um, I know there's some concern about he's had a little bit of shoulder tenderness here or there, but um, the Mets are going to be hard to take down just because of their pitching. Uh, Phillies four out, the Braves five, Washington five, Miami eight. The Central Division is really getting interesting. Milwaukee's 40 and 32. Uh, The Cubs are a half game back. And the Reds and Cardinals are four games back. San Francisco, who would have thought they'd be 20 games over 500? The Dodgers a game and a half back. San Diego five back. In the American League, Boston is 43 and 29. 
Tampa Bay just a half game back. The Yankees, four and a half. They have gained some ground. Toronto, seven. And the poor Orioles, 19 and a half. Reds, uh, the White Sox, 43 and 29. Good young team. Cleveland, two out. KC, 10. Minnesota, 12. Houston has regained a slight lead in the West. They're 43 and 28. Followed by um, the Oakland Athletics, Seattle. A's are half game out. Seattle, six. Los Angeles Angels, seven and a half. And Texas, 17 and a half. All right. Uh, Tom Brady, maybe. Uh, I know at one time he said he wanted to play till he was 50. Uh, but he doesn't sound like it now, giving a hint of retirement before, before then. Um, you got to think Tampa's favored to win the Super Bowl, or should be. I don't think they are. I think KC is. But um, they returned their whole team. I think there's the, the first defending Super Bowl champ in whatever years to um, defend their own team. I mean, to bring back their entire team. So, <clears throat> anyway, the Titans, meanwhile, of course, they've got Julio Jones now. Um, they did sign a tight end. Um they appear to have all the pieces on offense. It could probably be a little more upgraded at tight end, but uh, everything else looks pretty solid. You know, offensive line, yeah, an injury away. I thought Dennis Kelly was a big loss for him because he could play so many different positions. But um, what gets what gets me is their schedule. You know, they got the Bills. You got the Patriots. They got the Chiefs. Uh, they got to go to Seattle. They got the Cardinals at home. They got the Rams. They got the 49ers. They've got the Saints. So um, they're going to have their hands full with that schedule. And But when you finish first place, you get a first place schedule. Uh, and uh, they've definitely gotten one. All righty, you're listening to All Sports Talk. We'll take a break. We'll be right back, and Chip Walters will join us for the Blue Raider Insider Report. Folks, I hope you're listening every Sunday night at 8 o'clock to the Edwin Lee Raymer Show. We'll talk about some local politics, national politics, all types of topics, all types of guests. That's 8 o'clock Sunday night, Edwin Lee Raymer Show. Talk to you then. Good afternoon in Davidson County. A crash on the interstate's got traffic really slow on 24 eastbound and Old Hickory Boulevard there in the Antioch area. That's just aggravating that traffic flow that's normally coming down the interstate there on 24 eastbound, leaving Davidson County headed back towards Rutherford County. True Friends Moving Company is hiring. Call 240-2811. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. Hey, folks, I'm Stephen Reynolds, the man in the middle. Join me every Friday for a new episode of my podcast exclusively on WGNSRadio.com. Parks Auction. We handle everything. 
whether you're buying or selling a home or whether you're buying or selling commercial property, the auction is just so much easier, quicker, smoother. My wife and I sold our personal home, Parks Auctions, and helped us with that. The house brought about 20% more than we were going to ask for. Visit our website at parksauction.com to learn more. Hi, there and 12 and hi, now $15. Stan Vaught and the Parks Auction team are proud supporters of local high school and MTSU sports. At State Farm, when home and auto work as a team, you score and save money. I'm State Farm agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let's work together to win big by saving money on home and auto. With the service you get from State Farm, you might think our car insurance costs more. I'm State Farm agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let me show you with discounts up to 40%, you may find it even costs less. It's time. Show your true blue. Blue Raiders. It's time for the Blue Raider Insider Report with Chip Walters. Sponsored by Mike Tanzel with My Team Insurance, Steve Rucker and RAI Advisors, and Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance. Go Blue Raiders. You're listening to the flagship station for Blue Raiders sports. Hot 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown, Middle Tennessee. Layup bench, cold. Middle Tennessee football, basketball, and baseball. Yeah, we got them. You're listening to the flagship station for Blue Raider athletics. I'm Chip Walters. Hear the games here on News Radio WGNS. Middle Tennessee win. Raiders win the championship. Your source for the Big Blue and the Borough. News Radio WGNS. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS, FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450, online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com. Well, good afternoon, everybody, and let's start off with another award for Keegan Chamati. The Blue Raiders standout has been named the Conference USA Track Athlete of the Year as announced by the league office. Chamati capped off his illustrious career in style by winning the NCAA Outdoor 3,000-meter steeplechase with a Middle Tennessee record time of 8 minutes, 20.20 seconds last week. Chamati won the 3,000-meter steeplechase at the Conference USA Outdoor Track and Field Championships and was third in the 5,000-meter. So congratulations again to Keegan Chamati, named the Conference USA track and field athlete of the year and of course when you win a national championship that certainly helps your cause all right turning to middle tennessee football head coach rick stocks will announce that two transfers into the program will be eligible immediately they welcome houston baptist safety trey fluellen and gardner webb receiver isaiah gaythings fluellen who is 62207 comes to the blue raiders after competing two years for the huskies in 2019 Fluellen earned Hero Sports Freshman All-America first-team honors and was a finalist for the Jerry Rice Award given to the top freshman in the FCS. He was third on the team in tackles with 101, while also adding two interceptions and three fumble recoveries. Last year, Fluellen added 25 stops as Houston Baptist played just four games. While Gaithings, 6'4", 225, played three years at Gardner-Webb, where he collected 101 receptions for 1,341 yards and 14 touchdowns. In 2019, he led the team with 71 receptions for just over 1,000 yards and 11 touchdowns while pacing the team in 2020 with 26 grabs for 200.
267 yards and two scores. That coming in just four games. So he was averaging over six catches a game last year when their season was cut short. The Blue Raiders report for fall camp on August 5th with the first practice set for August 6th. The 2021 season opener, of course, set for September 4th at home at Floyd Stadium against Monmouth. Uh, If you haven't uh, checked it out yet, the Blue Raider all-access videos are up. And uh, interesting, uh, DQ Thomas, uh, Reed Blankenship, Coach Stock, all uh, kind of uh, bearing their souls about a few things, including Coach Stock still uh, letting folks know that two of his favorite off-field activities are detailing cars and mowing grass. So he might have a little extra time this summer. Give him a call. Get those cars lined up and get Stock ready to go. I'm sure he might do it for a nice donation to the program. Just a thought. Burgess, uh, Summer Burgess' spectacular five-year career at Middle Tennessee closed with uh, one more award last week as she was named the Spring Spirit of Service Award winner for Middle Tennessee, announced by Conference USA. Don't forget, we're a month away from the Blue Raider Blitz. It'll begin on July 21st in Mount Juliet and Shelbyville. Mount Juliet for lunch, Shelbyville for dinner on July 22nd in Franklin and Nashville. That'll be uh, Franklin for lunch, Nashville for dinner. Wednesday, July 28th in Columbia and Smyrna. Columbia for lunch and Smyrna for dinner. And then on Thursday, July 29th, it will all cap off at Puckett's here in Murfreesboro on the square from 6 until 8 p.m. All right, that's it for a Monday. We'll have another update for you coming tomorrow. Hi, I'm Chip Walters with Exit Realty Bob Lamb and Associates. You might know me as the voice of the Blue Raiders, but I want you to know me as your realtor. Whether you're buying or selling, it's time to choose Chip. Do you have a growing family? Are you thinking about downsizing? Are you relocating to Middle Tennessee? Well, it's time to choose Chip. Go to my website, choosechip.net. There you'll find a dynamic home search engine plus a ton of other features that'll help you during your search. If you're looking for a realtor that's professional and has your best interest at heart, it's time to choose Chip. Double-digit pay raises are history. Now money's a lot harder to get a hold of and even harder to hang on to. That's why I would like to offer you a free discount double check. I'll go through your car insurance policy to make sure you're getting the discounts you deserve and aren't leaving any money on the table. So call me, State Farm Agent Deb Insel in Shelbyville today at 931-684-5274 because being there to help keep more of your money in your pocket is why I'm here. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS, FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450, online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com. Welcome back to All Sports Talk. We're going to be joined now by Larry Woody, longtime sports writer, author, and columnist. Uh, Larry was sequestered at the Nashville Super Speedway uh, last weekend in Gladeville. Uh, you kind of back on the old beat, weren't you, for a whole weekend? Yeah, I enjoyed it, Monty. Of course, I do write, I write for the Wilson Post in Lebanon and then the Main Street Media 
the parent company picks the stuff up and, and, and sends it to other papers, including yours in Murfreesboro. But it, it's kind of interesting, Monty. I, I hadn't covered racing in, in some time since I retired from a Tennessean uh, several years ago. And there are a few of the old-time time media members still hanging around, and I, I was going around saying hello to them, some, some people I hadn't seen in 10, 12 years. And uh, one of them said, said, Woody, you're the only man I know who escaped from prison and then turned around and tunneled back in. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, no, it, it was fun. I, I enjoyed it. and I, I enjoy stock car racing, and uh, even though there's not many of the old-timers still hanging around that were there when I was covering it full-time for the, for the Tennessee, and there, there are still a few, and got to talk to Kyle Petty and, uh, and Richard and some, some of the old-timers that were, were good friends of mine back in the, in the, in the old days. So it, it was a fun weekend. I, I enjoyed it. Now, the traffic was rough. The, the weather was hot, and, uh, it, and it was noisy. But, uh, but anyway, it was a fun weekend and a heck of a turnout, Monty. It was, as most people know, uh, Sunday's race was a, was a sellout. All the tickets had been sold for the cup race for weeks, and it didn't surprise me or anybody else. I, I had said all along, if they ever got a cup race back here, in the Nashville area, um, you know, they're, they're, the sky's the limit on how many how many people would turn out for it. It could it could could be the biggest sports event in, in Tennessee eventually. Um, okay, uh, Friday night, Ryan Priest wins uh, the truck race, and then Kyle Busch won the Xfinity. Was that like his one hundredth race in that series? One hundredth win, one hundredth win in that yeah, series. That's what so. I meant. <laughs> pretty pretty big deal and then kyle larson who's the hottest thing on on four wheels uh won the the, the sunday race and uh no it was some, some good storylines some good drama a lot of action i thought the racing was good money you know the rap on the on the super speedway in his previous life his previous 10-year run 10 years ago was just the, the racing wasn't very competitive i, I think I, I thought that was over overstated uh, Monty, I, I think the track got a, a bad reputation early on. There were some boring races, some non-competitive races early on, and then the track got a reputation as being non-competitive, and it sort of built on it. Every time there would be some a boring race, and people just say, well, that's just a super speedway. They they can't race on it. I, I thought that was over, oh, oh, uh, as I say, overstated. There have been boring races on, on every track in NASCAR ever since there's been a NASCAR. But once you get that reputation... Uh, you know, it it, it kind of like a self fulfilling prophecy. People go to the track expecting to see a boring race, and they see one. But anyway, I, I thought all three races were 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 good as competitive racing as as we've seen at most tracks this season. So I, I thought it was a a great uh, comeback, a great revival for the for the super speedway. And again, they've got a they've got three more cup races. They signed a, a four year contract with NASCAR for four four years, four cup races. So as one of the, the executives told me uh, just, just yesterday afternoon, I was talking to him, and he said, man, the best is yet to come. He said, if we had a turnout like this with still the, the kind of the, the COVID lingering effects hanging over us, he said, just think what, what next year is going to be like when, uh, when fans really start coming back. So, no, I, I think, Monty, the sky's the limit for that place. Will, will those races be um, the same time? Uh, or the uh, same calendar time as it was this year, or will it vary? I don't know. The schedule won't be announced probably till till the off season, probably sometime in the in the late fall or winter. Uh, the schedule will come out. Uh, I was talking to uh, Eric Moses, the track president, and I asked him that very question: Would they, would they like to have, keep the Father's Day weekend? They're they're 
like we was talking before, money. There's there's upsides and downsides. The upside is it's you know it's a good good family outing. You know, take take dad to the racetrack on Father's Day. The other the downside is some people might want to spend you know time at home, more of a private get together. So Eric Moses said the bottom line is they they will race when NASCAR tells them to race. Yeah. And 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 those dates won't be set till till probably as I say late fall, maybe this winter when NASCAR announces uh, next year's schedule. Uh, the truck race. Um, uh, who is Ryan Priest? Well, he, he's a he's a cut. Uh, 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 it's kind of ironic. He's he's racing the upper leagues, including including the cup. But he, he hadn't run in the in the lower leagues in the truck series. It's like like somebody who had been in the major leagues and was moved down to the minors and starts hitting home runs all of a sudden. So it was it was Priest's uh, first uh, first win in his first truck race he's a talented kid it's just uh it's just so hard to 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 hang on to top rides with top teams in the cup series but uh no he's he's got a a bright future ahead of him we're going to be hearing a lot from him in in the future so that was one thing uh, kind of a you know a really good interesting dramatic human interest story for for him to come down to the to the truck series and win right out of the box and then you had the great Xfinity storyline with kyle bush who in my opinion, is the closest thing to, to Dale Earnhardt on the track today. Kyle wins his 100th Xfinity race, and he's one of the the all-time greats. He's a future Hall of Famer, so you had that great storyline. And then Sunday, Kyle Larson, who's, again, he, he'd won, he'd, that was his fourth straight win, including an all-star race. He's a He's the hottest driver in NASCAR and one of the uh, on one of the best streaks in, in modern history. And so you had that great storyline. And also, Monty, but just just a really intriguing bit of trivia. Uh, Kyle Larson won the race Sunday, driving a number five Chevrolet for Rick Hendrick. The last race that was run in Nashville uh, 37 years ago at the old fairgrounds was won by Jeff Bodine, driving a number five Chevrolet for for Rick Hendrick. So you talk about uh, coming full full cycle. The last race 30 years ago, won in the Rick Hendrick's number five. And then the, the comeback race 37 years ago was run one in Rick Hendricks number five. So, if, if you believe in numerology, there's there's something there to, to hang on to, I guess. We're joined today by Larry Woody. Uh, we'll take a short pause and be right back.
Good afternoon, I'm in Davidson County, a crash on the interstate's got traffic really slow on 24 eastbound at Old Hickory Boulevard there in the Antioch area. That's just aggravating that traffic flow that's normally coming down the interstate there on 24 eastbound, leaving Davidson County headed back towards Rutherford County. True Friends Moving Company is hiring. Call 240-2811. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. We do it your way at Pizza. Join the team at Murfreesboro's favorite pizza restaurant. Sir Pizza is now hiring at all three locations. Come by and be part of the team at Sir Pizza. Hello again, this is Lenny Farmer with Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home and Cremation Services. Whenever I finish with a family helping them pick out their funeral needs, locking in the price for the rest of their life, they inevitably breathe a sigh of relief saying, that wasn't as difficult as I thought. You know why? Because they're shopping with their heads and not with their hearts. You can save thousands of dollars when you prearrange ahead of time. Give me a call and see how that works for you at 615-893-2422. Jennings and Ayers. At Creekside Assisted Living of Murfreesboro, we provide excellence in service while maintaining the dignity of our residents in a home-like atmosphere. Come see our new community, which includes bistros, salons, a library, and spacious activity areas. A kind, friendly, and well-trained staff can help residents with the daily activities of life. Locally owned by Blue Raider alumni Tim Keach and Kent Ayer, find out more about Creekside Assisted Living, 895-3002, or online at www.creeksideassistedliving.com. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS, FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450, online and on your phone at WGNSradio.com. Welcome back to All Sports Talk. This portion brought to you by First Bank, locations in the borough, Woodbury, Nashville, and 46 others across the state. That's First Bank. Longtime sports writer, author, and columnist Larry Woody joining us today. All right, Larry, from the from you know what you gathered, what you saw, um, taking the racing aside, first time back in a long time. What were the the highs and what were some of the lows? I know I know one person that went told me it was a nightmare getting in, but it was pretty smooth getting out. Uh, and of course, you know the heat, but just kind of your observations. That, that was the only low, Monty. Was the traffic glitches, and 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 your buddy was right. It was a nightmare. After Friday night's truck race, I I, I started out and I got routed out of the track. I was trying to get to Lebanon and get on I forty. I ended up up almost in Murfreesboro. It took me almost three hours to get from the super speedway to I forty, which normally takes me about uh, twenty minutes. So a, 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 a twenty minute trip turned into about a three-hour nightmare sitting in that traffic and then uh then sunday wasn't as bad for me because i stayed late i needed to get get some some interviews and talk to some people so for any, anyway sunday wasn't wasn't bad coming out but but going in was a was an absolute nightmare a lot of people who might have not have been to a big league race before thought you could leave maybe an hour before race time and just cruise right in when i used to cover cup races full time 20 or 30 a year I would usually leave about five in the morning to go to the track. I, the other Sunday, I left at uh, at uh, six thirty in the morning to go to the one in Gladeville. But if you don't do that, if you wait to a couple hours before race time, you're going to be, if you're lucky, <laughs> you might be within five miles of the track by race time. And having said that, now Dover, the track people, they didn't do a good job managing it. Uh, Dover's experienced racing; they've been racing, you know, running Cup races for almost fifty years in Dover. 
they, they, they should have done a much better job than that. They they have too many stops and turns and, and, and lights, and then the, the, the so-called traffic managers that were stationed around the track, they, they did more to, to hurt than help. They would they would have some of the lanes blocked off. They would stop traffic. It was just a nightmare, and, and, and a lot of it, some of it, Monty, was self-inflicted. Uh, they, they've got to get those glitches worked out. And like, like stop, stopping people at the parking lot to pay a parking fee. First of all, they shouldn't charge a parking fee. With those, the ticket prices, parking ought to be included, and that way the, the traffic could flow on in. But if you've got 40,000 people there, and all, each car has to stop and, and stump and pick through their purses or wallets to get 10 bucks to pay parking, then traffic is going to be stacked up 10 miles behind them. So that was a, a, a really big glitch. And that and and you know kind of kind of put a little damper on what was otherwise just about a perfect perfect weekend. But again, Dover. I was telling the the, the Dover people I was talking to yesterday. They asked me my opinion, and I gave it to them. I said, "Great in every way except one. The traffic was a nightmare, and you've got to get it fixed." You know, the person I talked to, you know, I mean, they got there real close to the start and said that they they got rerouted and they actually pulled in a uh, somebody's driveway and went to the back and they parked them in a bumpy field he uh, but they said hey the good thing was it was a little closer to the track than the other places and we didn't have to pay <laughs> so well uh, i was talking to another guy uh, who who's, who who uh, who rented a suite one of the luxury suites topside and he and his family were one of the, some of those that were stuck in traffic 10, 10 miles away by the race, race start. So, I mean, he, he had shelled out some pretty serious money for one of those suites and then wasn't able to get to it in time to see the start of the race. So those, those are some of the glitches they've got to get fixed. I remember Humpy Wheeler, the, the great old promoter at Charlotte, used to say there's two things you got to get, get right if you're going to run a racetrack. You got to have clean restrooms, and you got to have, and you got to have a, a way to get in and out and deal with the traffic. The, the restrooms and the traffic—that's the two things that a racetrack has got to be able to handle. And uh, Dover did one of the two. The restrooms were, were, were fine, but the traffic was was a nightmare. And uh, and and there's no excuse for for not doing doing a better job. Now, granted, money, it's never just going to flow in and out. Uh, you know, you can't get forty thousand people in and out of a out of Bladeville, Tennessee, without some 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 backups and slowdowns. But having said that, uh, Dover knows that, and and they what's irritating about they they the layout's pretty good. They've got five and six lanes going into the track. The trouble was they'd have about four four or five four of those lanes blocked off with cones, so you couldn't use them. So uh, again, that's part of the self-inflicted problems that uh, that the track had. And uh, and they're aware of it, and they they promise to do better next time. You mentioned you saw some of your old cronies uh, from the media. Um, was it pretty heavily covered by the media? It was. They had a good turnout. Probably, I'm guessing maybe fifty fifty people or so media members. Uh, I saw my my old friend Jenna Fryer, who's an excellent uh, motorsports uh, writer for for Associated Press. Uh, Jenna was there, and. Uh, just, just uh, so some of the people we see the name Nate, Nate uh, Ryan who writes for uh, for NBC Sports NBC Motorsports uh, writer I've known uh, known him for 20 years he started out as a sports writer with Richmond Virginia and then worked his way up through the ranks but uh, just just a, uh, uh, probably a half a dozen or so of the old timers Mike Hilton who was president of NASCAR 
for a while, ran, ran or not president title, but he ran NASCAR. Hilton ran NASCAR for, for several years, and Mike was there, so I got to chat with him. As I say, got to talk to Kyle Petty for quite a while, and uh, some some old old friends uh, like that that I hadn't seen some of them in 12, 14 years. So that, that was fun. And like I say, the the question I kept getting was, Woody, I thought you retired. How come you turned around and, and, and broke back in? Yeah. Um, there was a lot going on last weekend. Of course, John Rahm won the U.S. Open, his first major. And, you know, it was a couple of weeks ago, he was going to win the Memorial more than likely, well, probably 95% likely, because he had a six-shot lead going the last round and um, tested um, – he was informed he tested positive, but um, while they while the contenders wilted, he just stormed right past them. Yeah, then again, I was so so occupied with everything going on leading up to the track, I, uh, leading up to the race. I didn't get to follow much. I I try, tried to keep up with Van and UT in the in the uh, in the, the the World Series, the playoffs. But uh, other than that, I didn't I didn't get to, to keep up with many many sports, including golf. Uh, but uh, I, I, I would watch the sports channel at night and get to get to the results, and that was about it. Yeah, I was kind of bouncing back and forth from all of them. So I always like to watch the U.S. Open on Father's Day, um, and you know the, the Vanderbilt had a thrilling win, and then last night got great pitching from Lighter, but um, NC State was a tad better. So now uh, Bandy's backs are to the walls and. Tennessees are uh, as we speak. Yeah, and Vandy that that was really strange about Vandy. You know, usually they've been been a pretty good uh, you know hitting team. Could score some runs, and I think that was the first shutout in in something like maybe seven or eight years, I believe I, I read. And then Tennessee also, you know, they they hit a wall. They kind of they kind of flopped. So each of them's got a got a loss. They're in the losers bracket now, and I guess you know. What Tennessee plays today and Vandy tomorrow, I believe, is the schedule. So it's right. the, the pressure's on both of them. Yeah. All right, Larry. Well, glad you had a good weekend. Appreciate you kind of giving us the rundown there, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. I always enjoy it, Monty. That's Larry Woody joining us today on All Sports Talk. That'll do it for today. Andy Herzer joins me tomorrow. We'll talk to you then. All Sports Talk on News Radio. WGNS has been brought to you by State Farm agents Andy Womack, Bud Morris, and Deb Ensel. Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. First Bank, Mike Tanzel with My Team Insurance. Parks Auction Company, Greg Hall with Hall's Auto Care. Steve Ruckert with RAI Advisors. Jennings and Ears Funeral Home. Creekside at Three Rivers Assisted Living. And Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance.